1: Wow, it is here! The wait is over! Yes, ladies and gentle fans, the kickoff week of 2023, the beginning of a new NFL season, our commitment to the Goliath as we are consumed by the ever-loving, giant-growing, entertaining, all-consuming storm that is football, the NFL, is nigh, Andy Hart. Tis nigh! Patriots kickoff, Tom Brady week, so much going on in one week. And here we are at six rings in football things to give you everything you need to know in the wide world of Patriots, Pats Eagles, NFL 2023, and so much more. Your old pals, Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Jumbo Hart here brought to you by, of course, WEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. We are kicking off an absolutely spectacular and wild week. We've got special guests planned. We're going to go behind enemy lines later in the week. Give you the latest preview and news on Pat's Birds come Sunday at 425. But we begin, Andy, with some interesting notes and nuggets here in our season preview podcast. Before we get to our predictions on offensive and defensive rookie of the year, breakouts, comebacks, the record playoffs, and so much more. uh, Let's begin cleaning up a couple things that may have slipped through the cracks or uh, made the wire that we didn't get a chance to weigh in on. over the last couple of days as we were spending a lot of time on the terrestrial airwaves. Uh, First things first, uh, this new emergency quarterback rule seems to have uh, ruffled a couple of feathers locally, if not nationally. Uh, I think a lot of people thought, now coming off of last year's NFC championship, that the emergency quarterback rule would allow for teams to Carry three quarterbacks on game day, but not have the third quarterback count against your active fifty-three. If I'm not mistaken, correct? Yes, basically. Yes, yes ba- exactly. See, you had to say yes, basically, because there is just so much gray in here, and I kind of want to divine what it all means. Yesterday, our guy Mike Cadlick, uh, wei beat reporter, weighed in with a quick emergency pod and reaction. It was the all quarterback girl. I know. I like. I know, but Cadlick fired up. If I may, if I may say, is still kind of adorable. Yeah, oh yeah. Like no, me getting, getting fired, fired, like you getting fired up is him, like now. the is like is like the little uh powder keg fire guy from inside out, and me getting fired up just sounds like a bad Richard Dreyfus. But Cadlick was almost like, Oh, you get, sit uh, sit down, buddy. That's right. a door yeah. cute like, how
0: you're all worked up right yeah. now.
1: Oh, come on, just go have some pickle pizza, you'll be fine. Um, um
0: But I'm with him in that. So um... what is it,
1: Andy? Just break it down further for the audience in case they missed the emergency pod or they didn't get a chance to read up on this. What does this like? Basically, it seems like Mac is your starter. And now that they signed Matt Corral, if anyone thought they were going to be able to elevate Bailey Zappi because he's more familiar with the system to be the second string quarterback on game day, it sounds like he can't be now.
0: Unless he is on the active roster, not an elevation from the practice squad. So he can't leapfrog corral. Well, he can, but he has to be on the active roster. He can't be an elevation. So this they could flat out sign him to the active roster, okay. take somebody off the roster, add Bailey Zappi. Now you have three quarterbacks on your roster. Right. And if I'm understanding it right, because first of all, I don't pretend to totally understand this yet. Um, It was sort of vague and general more in the spring. And then they put out this, what did they call it? Uh, Emergency third quarterback questions and answers. And they clarified it. They gave examples of like when the guy can go in, when he can't come in, headsets and green dots and communications and, and all these things. But even like, so I think Cadillac is right for Bailey Zappi, has to be on the active roster. And then Matt Corral could be the emergency quarterback from the active roster as the third guy mm-hmm. um but I don't totally understand it yet I'm not and now I did say to you before we start this I think any teams that are bitching and moaning about their emergency third quarterback probably suck because you should be fixated on the top of the depth chart and mm-hmm. You know the Bengals. I don't think are thinking about their emergency third quarterback or the the Chiefs or the Bill. Like this is so. Are we trying to game the system? Because I think the best way to game the system is have a really good first quarterback and not worry about your stupid emergency third quarterback. That's anyway.
1: a that's a hot that's a hot take, and I couldn't in this case agree with you more because I feel like so many people spent the off season, and I know back when Mike Cadlick was doing podcasts with our buddy Alex Barth from. Well, we can't say brand X because that would make it sound like he works at Twitter. He's at 98.5, the sports hub. They'd come up with this idea that maybe what they could do is elevate Malik Cunningham, make him the emergency quarterback, and then use him as a
0: receiver. Or there was some no, sort of. can't do that because he has to come in at quarterback. And has, and it means the other two are done. So if you want to develop him now, Mac Jones is out of the game. Like he's either hurt or whatever. So yeah. this, this goes through all of those, like you Correct. can't, it's. They even specifically say it's not um, is not intended to be a developmental tool to provide game experience for the player. Like there's also something in here that I don't know how this would play into the specific of Malik Cunningham. What is the definition of a bona fide quarterback? Because the emergency quarterback has to be a bona fide quarterback.
1: Daddy, this quarterback is bona fide.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know if he is or isn't, but there's like a bona fide <laughs> so... quarterback is just defined as a player who wears a jersey number orth- authorized for a quarterback <laughs> and is an established quarterback. E.g., someone who has customarily played the position in past professional or college seasons, which Malik Cunningham would qualify. But then it also says, is a player who takes regular season snaps only at quarterback during at least three weeks of practice, including any week the player is listed as the third quarterback. So I don't know if that means if Malik Cunningham's practicing at wide receiver, he can't be the emergency third quarterback. Forget about the fact that he has to be on the roster so he wouldn't even be on the roster yet. But even if no. he was put on the roster at some point and he's taking reps at wide receiver, he can't be the – so I don't totally understand this. Um, I this don't is know. way
1: more convoluted than I thought either – I, I, than I believe either of us thought it could be. And it, it feels like they specifically – not that the NFL was tuned in and somebody was listening in in the spring or the summertime to Patriots podcast, Six Rings and Beyond, saying like, ooh – Ooh, it sounds like the Patriots are trying to find a way to w- get Malik Cunningham on the roster as a quarterback, but then use him as a receiver and game the system and play Belichickian games. Whether or not they thought anybody was going to try to game the system and use this rule to their advantage, it feels like they're trying to lay out something that goes that prevents all of that, yet somehow they've made it more confusing, which I guess is kind of on brand for the NFL. Oh,
0: absolutely.
1: A thousand and ten percent, but I couldn't agree with you more. This is basically in place. Let's just walk it all the way back to prevent us from having to go through another one of those absolute tire fire of an NFC championships where you have no quarterback and Christian McCaffrey is running a wildcat in the second half as the other team steamrolls you to a ratings-free championship game when it should have been a thrilling affair. Uh, if the Patriots are worried about how they can sneak Zappy or Corral in or work Cunningham in – we're already porked and I need to dial
0: back all of my predictions and excitement for the season. Yeah. And the bigger question for the Patriots is simply, I don't even think it's a question. I think Bailey Zappi is going to be the backup, whether he's assigned to the roster or whether he's a practice squad promotion or whatever it is like Bailey Zappi has to be the backup to Mac Jones, at least for the first few weeks, right? Because I can't imagine Matt Corral being ready to go out there and do the job. He just got here.
1: But wait, if if Zappy is elevated again, now I can't believe I'm confused. So, oh God, this is the worst. Who's on first ever? And we're f- seven minutes into the, the, the season. <laughs> no, I've. We got to work our way through this. Um, do let's we do have it together? To- no, not really. So, if Zappy gets elevated, can you make him the second stringer, or do you have to make him the third stringer?
0: Oh, I believe he can be the second stringer, but then you cannot have a third emergency QB corral because the first two have to be bonafide quarterbacks on the active roster. Bonafide. I don't know. This is one of those things where I always have the problem. Whenever you go to these documents, whether it's like legal documents or sometimes even like definitions of weird terms, and you get more confused when you read the information in front of you. You're like, I feel like I now know less than I did before I decided to do a little research and read up on it. So right. I, I just, it is what it is. I, I don't really think it's going to play a, a huge factor in anything. And I also... I find it hard to believe that I I enjoyed Cadillac getting worked up, feeling like they kind of porked the Patriots last minute. But I find it hard to believe they made some drastic change last minute that they then put out in this little release. And we haven't heard pushback like I would have thought we would have had like a a rap sheet or a Pelissaro or Burt Breer like, oh. NFL executives aren't happy that the league changed the emergency QB rules the week of the season opener after cuts were made. Like, you would hear whispers, I feel mm-hmm. like. We haven't really gotten those yet. So I'm just wondering if the teams knew these rules back in the spring and the, they just decided to share them with the public now, give better clarification, theoretically clarification to the Chum public Chumming the now. waters
1: for the podcast and all the sports fair going on this week as well I, now, because look at listen to us.
0: Yeah, we know no more than we did. Actually, we know less than we did a week ago. Uh,
1: I, honestly, I got a little Six bit into way. it. Yeah, exactly. Nine minutes in discussing this now, and I have a Dairy Queen headache, and I just, I can't go any, yeah, I got total brain freeze. So there it is. Uh, hey, maybe if your QB1 plays well enough and stays healthy and your offensive line protects him, then you don't have to worry about it. does right. make me wonder, though, would Nick Foles has, have qualified as a bona fide quarterback for Super Bowl 52 when they were running the Philly special in practice and treating him like a receiver?
0: uh i hate myself for asking that okay
1: i I just can't help but wonder on pat's eagles
0: week anyway all right there's also just one other quick thing there's even a line in there about the wildcat like you mentioned the wildcat and Mm -hmm. like well it's only the wildcat if a running back or wide receiver is the guy running it if -hmm. it's a quarterback back there then it's just Read option. It's Lamar Jackson. It's these running quarterbacks, Justin Fields. But there was even a line about like, you can't run wildcat. And I'm like, well, but if it's a running quarterback, that's not wildcat. That's a quarterback in shotgun who likes to run. So that's Jalen Hurts.
1: That's what we're looking at Sunday.
0: I think there will be some, um, some clarifications to these clarifications or some questions to these clarifications. This'll be a little bit of, not that it matters again, I don't think the Chiefs really care who their emergency quarterback is because Patrick Mahomes will be on the field at all times. And if Patrick Mahomes is not on the field, they are porked. Exactly.
1: If anything, maybe what we'll see is Sunday night. We'll see as they're running through the highlights of the one and four o'clock games on Sunday night football, they'll be one of those. Uh, there was a little bit of a hubbub this week about the new emergency quarterback rule. We throw it to our Mike Florio now at pro football talk right. central and Florio. Yeah, that's right. Uh, blah, 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 blah. And there'll just be more word salad and well, be like, ah, I actually, I'm more confused than ever. A lawyer,
0: yeah. a freaking lawyer, a shady lawyer is the one that could explain <laughs> this. And that's Mike Florio.
1: Oh, I just got an email. Mike Florio has unbooked himself from our Patriots preview podcast later in the week. All right, Um, moving on. Uh, Andy, Were you at all the slightest bit concerned or were you one of the, the, the many who said, well, I heard it from Bert Breer, so I'm not going to put much credence in it. When the report started swirling around on Labor Day that Juju Smith Schuster's knee quote could explode at any moment, uh, dove Kleeman and obviously all of the members of aggregator nation jumped all over the report and passed it around like it was their own. Um, That's, that's not great, Bob. And now, now he has to answer to media yesterday during media availability on Labor Day saying like, no, the knee's getting better every day. I'm feeling great. Like, which side are you more inclined to believe now that he is getting better or that there's trouble with this knee?
0: Uh, I don't need Burt Breer. And if you recall, we did a podcast. You may actually have not have been on it. It might've been Cadillac and I, I believe it was Cadillac and I, the final, post-practice review podcast from Gillette Stadium Mm -hmm. where we did a good five minutes on the fact that how come Juju Smith-Schuster limps all the time walking to the sideline walking on the sideline he like I'm not going to pretend I've seen a terrible limp on the field but Mm -hmm. it does concern me that when I see him walking he walks like a retired NFL player not like a current NFL player like there's that limp and given that that he missed time in the spring given that we know that this sort of lingered from last year and is an ongoing issue. Um, Yeah, I didn't need the Burt Breer report, and that was, I think, um, glamorized. Explode is probably a a dramatic term. A a, a shade dramatic, yeah. Do I think Juju Smith-Schuster will miss games this season to the knee? I do, just based on... You're limping in August. You usually don't get healthier as the NFL season goes on, right? Like it's not that's not the time to get healthier and look better. You Isn't look
1: the, worse. It, it, Yeah, isn't the old adage Andy that the only time you're healthy in the se- uh, in an NFL season is right before kickoff of the
0: first game? Yeah, if if you're lucky to be healthy then. Like right. really the only time you're healthy is like when you show up at the equipment room to pick up your pads for that season. <laughs> like that's when you're healthy. Yeah, look at big guy got like a
1: Tyquan Thornton on IR, Riley Reef now goes to IR as well. Yeah, Ju- uh, we Ju- may Will,
0: Juju limps. I I don't know how we can ignore the fact that he limps. He's your number one receiver. You chose to replace a young, developing number one receiver with him. Um, I think there's an injury concern there, and I think that's problematic because it's been a concern all off season. So it's probably going to be a concern in season. Juju limps, Schuster. I
1: cannot believe it already. Uh, it, it just makes you wonder what it was that the, again. How could they not have? Did they not have the medicals? Did, were they willing to overlook the medicals in the same week where we're talking about Brad Stevens saying on the Jimmy Fund Telethon that they were so hellbent on having Christoph's Porzingis that they that l- overlooked or didn't know about his plantar fasciitis didn't issue? Didn't know and wouldn't have cared, and so wouldn't have, have
0: cared. Belichick doesn't care about exploding knees. Yeah, like did he not really know like or that. did he
1: care about the fact that a knee could explode on his de facto number 1 receiver? I'll tell you if he goes out week 1 against the Eagles and his knee, I'm not going to say blows out, God forbid. I never wish any harm on anybody, yeah. including Bernard Pollard, that son of a bitch. But if some that's ah, the, the fan in me can never that that fire can never be put out. Uh, he sucks. Come on. He's the, he's the tiki doll of Pats Nation. Anywhere that guy, guy ever went NFL bad career. things happened. I right, he yeah, fine he had a fine NFL career, whatever. I still hate him. But uh if something happens to Juju and he has to miss time, the the hand-wringing and the screaming and the pitchforks and the oil torches of just like, what was wrong with Myers, Belichick? You had to go get... Yeah. <sighs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, any last uh, little things, uh, observations about Brady Week, Brady Fever? Obviously, we did a little Monday show ca- kicking things off on Labor Day on WEI. It'll be mentioned and talked about every day. Brady went on the Let's Go podcast Monday night. Spoke of how he's so excited to come back, reconnect with old friends and family, make himself more part of the Patriots community that he had to sort of, I won't say fully excommunicate himself from over the past couple of years, but definitely had a conscious uncoupling, if you will. And there, there's been slow reintegration and reconnection. And now, whether it's for emotional purposes, business purposes, or a combination therein, he's coming home he'll be back. The fans will be worked up into a total lather. There's surprises before the game, halftime. Andy, can you here's a question. Can you petition the league and ask them if a halftime can run longer than the standard 12 minutes but not go the full 40 minutes that a Super Bowl would run. Like could they ask could they consult with the Eagles and the league and say we're doing a tribute, can we make it an 18-minute halftime or a 17, whatever.
0: I honestly do not know the answer to that, but I don't think so. I think you're pretty locked into a regular season game. This is halftime. It's all pretty structured so that the games end at the right time. Now, this is a little different. This is a later game, so you have a little bit bumper room window time there. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm sure CBS would love all the rate. Please draw it out as long as you want. We're just going to sell ads and sell ads and chips and beer and trucks. And that's what I want to get to. I did it on the Breaking Boston podcast this week, uh, our sister podcast on Odyssey, the Odyssey app. We're like an adopted
1: sister, but that's
0: okay. You don't have to be mean. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I talked about it. I did a video on it for WeEi.com and our friends over at McFarlane. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's great for fans. I think it's great for Tom Brady. It even brought a smile to Bill Belichick's face that it is Mm -hmm. Tom Brady week and we're welcoming Mm -hmm. him back and honoring him. I don't necessarily think it's good for Mac Jones and the 2023 Patriots to be looking at Tom Brady all week long on Sunday at halftime, opening the door to the locker room, doing whatever the hell he's doing in that new Budweiser things, The Bud Light
1: Pavilion, is. which is yeah. clearly located behind the world's largest right. single panel TV screen next to the fancy new lighthouse. Right.
0: Like, yeah. I, I don't. Which is
1: still, by the way, <laughs> under construction and at the friggin' oh, state.
0: They'll be fine. It, it's it's symbolic of the team, which means the team is still under construction. We don't know who's playing right tackle. We don't know who all these people are. So you might as well have construction to the lighthouse. There we are.
1: Hive mind once again. I thought last year, as we saw them working on the beer hall, the lighthouse, and everything, I thought that was just like worlds. It was like the onion headline of like world's largest metaphor sinks in ocean oh, yeah. for the Titanic, their greatest headline ever. Like literally. Giant metaphor in end zone for New England Patriots still under construction. So does that mean that they finally will come together Sunday by 425 p.m.?
0: Um, I think they will have they'll be capable to play the game just like they will be capable of hosting a game. Will it be finished and perfect and pretty and as good as it could be? No, it will not be. And I don't think it's fair to Mac Jones and these Patriots to have to see the embodiment of. Mm glory days and greatness in new England and the measuring stick for what it's supposed to be. I don't, I don't like it. I would have liked them to do this in October later in the season. Once this team has kind of established itself for better and worse. right? Mm -hmm. Maybe Mac Jones sucks. And by mid November, early November, we're like, he's not the guy, but, As he's trying to be the guy, trying to have a make-or-break year, a bounce-back year, come back from Matt Patricia and bond with Bill O'Brien and do this thing. Oh, and by the way, the best pass rush in the NFL is on the other side of the ball, and then he's going to look all around the stadium or look up to the owner's box, and sitting next to the owner on one of those high chairs is Tom effing Brady, and Tom effing Brady might bump into him, leaving the field at halftime and all the Like, I don't – and I'm not – you know I'm not a big, like, oh, Mac Jones defender and everything. Oh, he gets screwed, Whatever.
1: No, but you're not excessively hard. You're not harsh on Mac. You're very, I, th- I think your frankness and your whole idea of like, the truth is never mean. Like, I think as far as new England Patriots go, maybe those assessments are most fitting when it comes to Mac Jones, because he's shown a lot and then he took it back. Be- and then he also regressed as well. Like, and he did himself no favors last year when the team did him no favors, but that's still no excuse for the behavior. He put forth on the sidelines, national TV and beyond.
0: Yeah. So I don't, I just don't think it's ideal for Mac and the offense and the teammates. Like, say they go two and, you know, three and out, three and out.
1: Brady, 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 Brady. Brady.
0: We don't need that. And I I think you are festering that environment.
1: Would you have preferred, as some fans have taken to, uh, the environment could be festering, but you are fostering that environment. Exactly. Uh, Would you have preferred, as the Celtics did, poor Ahemplo, on Larry Bird night when they basically sold out the garden for a tribute to one of the greatest players in franchise history and somebody who brought so much glory and multiple titles to the organization in a single decade perhaps maybe at the end of the summer they could have organized oh i don't know Brady night oh, uh kind, you know still
0: will i think this is one of uh, a multi step oh, process I,
1: I know for a fact it is we they, we've been told as much i know a lot of the things that they have planned
0: uh, and oh, it's going to be this is just part of it like they're going to have that night this is just a what, Then what the
1: hell is process. this if they're going to have 60,000 well, you it.
0: You said it. It's a bait and switch. It's look over here. This team's not very good, but this guy used to be great. Let's talk about him. And I don't it's think l- that's good for the current mediocre team.
1: Bright, shiny goat over here. Wow.
0: Yeah.
1: How about that? Well, we'll see. I think the fans are going to have many reason on Sunday to be as fired up as they've been since the Patriots were actually in the playoffs, in AFC championships, watching their beloved goat and so many other legendary Patriots lead them to the playoffs championships, rallies, ceremonies, celebrations, and beyond. We will see Ty Law appeared on the morning show on WEI on Tuesday and said there's a lot of former Patriots he's here and are going to be coming back to town. Let us hope, let us pray, let us cross our fingers that all the good energy from the Foyers and from the Daniel Grahams and from the Ty Laws and the Mat Lights and everyone else coming, that maybe some of those championship vibes, the good juju, not the one that's actually limping and gimping his way across the field and on the sideline, will propel the Patriots to a quality game, if not a victory, on Sunday. Can't wait to find out. Thank you, folks, for listening, of course, as always, to Six Rings and Football Things and making it part of your regular Patriots programming. Tell a friend, refer a pal, give us a follow, like, share, subscribe, all that jazz. We're going to be with you all season long, providing the latest and best analysis, information, perspective, and so much more.